the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. They're freaks of nature. That's what Ron DeSantis said about NBA players and Mike Freeman, a sports columnist for USA Today who may have never written a column that didn't include accusing somebody of being a racist, wrote another one today, and this one is an award winner. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Yeah, here's the headline from Mike's column today. Quote, Ron DeSantis pushes racist tropes in latest comments about basketball and baseball players, unquote. Now, he's referring to an interview that DeSantis did with the Christian Broadcasting Network. One of the topics was baseball, which DeSantis played at Yale, so they were talking about that. The interview, uh, the interviewer referred to baseball as, quote, a thinking man's game. Freeman, of course, calls that a dog whistle. DeSantis said, quote, I kind of thought baseball was always a very democratic game, a very meritocratic game whereas I kind of viewed basketball as like these guys are freaks of nature. Well, that that set Freeman off. He wrote, quote, DeSantis was essentially essentially talking about two leagues and how mostly the black one, the NBA, is full of freaky athletes with fast-twitch muscles and apparently not as democratic or meritocratic or whatever-cratic as baseball players. But according to DeSantis, there's baseball or MLB, but... But the mostly white sport full of okay athletes, but gosh darn, do they work hard. They're not freaks at all. They're real Americans, unquote. That's what Freeman wrote. So later in the column, Freeman makes it clear that he considers DeSantis a racist for the same reason that most liberals, and especially liberal black people do. He's a Republican and a conservative. Of course, all DeSantis was saying was that it's much easier to be a baseball player because there's room for guys who are regular-sized, and because hitting or pitching a baseball takes a different skill than dribbling, shooting, or dunking a basketball, and maybe less athleticism. And by the way, the NBA draft was last night, coincidentally, and uh, the number one pick in the draft was Victor Wembanyama. He's from France. He's seven foot four and 237 pounds and can dribble and shoot like a point guard. You might say he's a freak of nature. You don't find a lot of guys who look like him playing Major League Baseball, but Mike Freeman doesn't care. He saw an opportunity to call a possible future president a racist, and he wasn't going to pass it up. And he also didn't pass up a chance to be this week's AM 1250 The Answer Jerk of the Week. When we come back, speaking of jerks, uh, wait until you hear about the sex club that kicked Hunter Biden out for being too much of a sleazeball. And in our second half hour, why is media coverage so negative and when was it not? Stick around. Attention Medicaid patients. If you're on Medicaid, how would you like if your caretaker was your daughter, your son, your grandchild, or your close friend? If you're on Medicaid, Freedom Care allows you to choose who provides your care, and that caregiver will get paid instantly after their shift. Yes, your caregiver will get paid instantly, and it's 100% free to you if you are on Medicaid. Call 412-455-8465 and ask Freedom Care how to get started with care today. No more worrying about getting care from an aide at an agency. Freedom Care helps you choose who you want to take care of you, and that person gets paid. 
Call Freedom Carrot, 412-455-8465. That's 412-455-8465 to get started today. You get a caregiver you know and trust, and they get paid instantly after their shift, and it's free to you. Start now by calling 412-455-8465. That's 412-455-8465. Or go to freedomcare.com. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one, free with promo code STAG. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. Are you considering a unique way to enhance your investment knowledge this year? Then sign up today for the all-inclusive Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Along with our trusted partner, The Money Show, we're setting sail this December to explore some of the most beautiful and unspoiled destinations in the Caribbean. But this is no ordinary vacation. It's a chance to learn from top Eagle Financial experts like best-selling authors George Gilder, Mark Skousen, and others who will be hosting a series of workshops and seminars throughout the trip. Imagine lounging on the sun deck while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals or enjoying a gourmet dinner at the same table with one of our leading financial authorities. This once-in-a-lifetime cruise is a perfect way to combine education and relaxation to achieve your investment goals. This cruise will sell out quickly, so visit EagleFinancialCruise.com today to learn more and to secure your cabin. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Hunter Biden was uh, invited, as an invited, was an invited guest, I should say, to the state dinner with the Prime Minister of India last night. So is Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States. So despite more evidence that he used his dad's name and probably used his dad, to make millions of dollars from companies in countries around the world. He uh, apparently hasn't reached persona non grata status yet. Maybe his membership in a sex club in L.A. will be the final straw. Victor Victoria Tapp, the BJ Media and the Adult in the Room podcast, joins us now. Always good to have you on again, uh, Victoria. Victoria, thanks. I'm having trouble talking, so bear with me. <laughs> Hey, listen, you're not having as much trouble talking as Hunter Biden might, no, no. for example, after a bender at the Chateau Marmont or something. Yeah. Oh, no, this is so, so very interesting. So in my story yesterday, I was just hearing about the sex club thing. And and I, I have to say that after seeing some of the things on the laptop and hearing stories about him and main, some mainstream stories, his benders, his things that he's admitted to in his own book, I can't help but believe, like, for example, the Merrick Garland, the attorney general, or you know Barack Obama might want to just 
just stayed arm's length from this guy. Yeah. But oh no, he, this guy hasn't been PNG'd as you reckon you talked about. No, he's just in the inner circle for Joe Biden. He's someone someone of whom Joe Biden is proud. And now, so I'm I doing this, you know, just doing this real quick story about. We'll bet you didn't have. Hunter, Bar- Hunter Biden's secret club on your bingo card story yesterday. And I, mean, I was having a little fun with it. But I got to thinking, you know, as I wrote, the L.A. Times is the one that broke that story about the sex club. And yeah. I knew that there had to be some reason that the L.A. Times did it. In fact, I asked a question of the readers. Uh, let's pause here for a moment and pose a question. Are you more surprised that Hunter Biden was, I don't know. See, I can't talk either. Hunter <laughs> Biden was part of a sex club or that the L.A. Times reported on it. Of course, the the uh, answer was B, that, uh, you know, the L.A. Times all day long, because the L.A. Times would never print anything that was negative about a, a, a Democrat, unless there was another Democrat who could uh, benefit. Mm-hmm. And that might be the Gavin Newsom angle. But nevertheless, I just wondered, well, now the question's been answered. It's because it's it was this sex club thing they were hoping would be the lesser of the bad you know, stories coming out about Hunter Biden this week, but really it got worse. Uh, it was in, it was sort of in, intertwined in another story, and apparently the the uh, folks who were whistleblowing to the House Ways and Means Committee, the IRS oversight, uh, just got out a little bit more in front of the story than the uh, L.A. Times and uh, the Hunter Biden camp and in the White House. And it's because Hunter Biden was writing off his sex expenditures and his prostate taxes on his taxes. And indeed, to the extent that he he was trying to evade, not avoid, evade $106,000 in taxes. Now, I can understand why one wouldn't want to pay $106,000 in taxes. Believe me, I can understand that. But you can't write off hookers as a, as a business expense. It, it, it doesn't it, or, or you can't write off as a business expense the airplane tickets that you spent money on to get the hooker to where you're going to be. That, that, that does, that's not actually a legitimate uh, expense for business. Yeah. Well, you know, I <laughs> you, you mentioned that I had a friend whose name I won't mention. He was a nationally known media person, a sports guy who worked for one of the networks. And uh, he was always fascinated by what people uh, wrote off as expenses when they, this this is like for the company, you know, like this is my expense on the road. And so you get reimbursed. Uh, And they, I I can't remember what there was a, there was a code word for hookers that they used, but it was, they'd, they'd they'd write it off, but they just, they just wouldn't call it a hooker. And I I guess it would be the same thing uh, when you're dealing with the IRS. Uh, And that's what, uh, that's what Hunter tried to do. Uh, what did it cost to join this club? Well, the actual uh, cost to join was $75,000, but, of course, he only spent $10,000 because, and I'll tell you why, because he was such a quote-unquote scumbag at the first uh, sex sexcapades party that, I, I you know, I, the, the owner, the former owner of the, the club said that Hunter was so out of line uh, there was there was a quote. There was an actual word for it, adjective he used, that, which it described the fact that he was so beneath contempt in his activities at the sex club. Which is to say, if you are offending people at a club <laughs> designed to engage in sex with perfect strangers and or uh, kinky people, right? And and Hunter Biden is is even worse than those people. Then then you might have a problem. Yeah, well, I think they said it it involved uh, inappropriate touching. He didn't use those words. I mean, it's a a sex club where everybody is, you know, doing whatever they want, and he figured out a way to do something inappropriate, enough so that he got kicked out. Yeah, well, this is interesting. So he's a sex addict, obviously. he, He will go to rehab for that at some point. I'm sure that was one of the reasons that he had to go to rehab. Mm -hmm. His sister has also had to go to rehab for being a sex addict. And you all have to wonder, why are they sex addicts? Well, his sister says it might have something to do with taking showers with her dad. That that is correct. Media doesn't want to talk, don't want to talk about that. But go ahead. Yeah, isn't that odd? Yeah, they don't want to. They just wanted to roll up uh, James O'Keefe for possessing the diary that she left behind. Right. So uh, these people are asking or begging for 
interventions and help and stuff like that. They keep leaving stuff behind so people will find stuff that's really bad about them so that they will intercede on their behalf. Mm-hmm. I mean, not reading too much into it, but come on. I mean, that's that seems to be what's going on. So so anyway, so Hunter um, also had a West Coast associate. She was an assistant. I'm sorry. And um, she, he wrote her salary off. She apparently was on retainer. And we all know she wasn't an assistant unless you count, you know, yeah. Things in the bedroom as assistant, yeah. but uh, yeah, so she wrote him off, and, and there were other phantom jobs for which he asked for the uh, IRS to forgive him and, and, and included them as business expenses. So they weren't actually employees, even though he wrote off whatever expenses they incurred. He he um, he just sort of made them up and, and filled in as the as the case uh, maybe uh, with uh, you know his uh, what do we call the oh yeah temps. We're, we're talking to Victoria Taft of PJ Media and the Adult in the Room podcast. Um, so um, do you think that he used his dad's name to get in this club? <laughs> I, uh, I, I mean, I think by that time, see, uh, this was oof, what, 2018. Yeah. Maybe this is when this was going on. And uh, in 2018, he was uh, dallying in, in and out of L.A. and all mm-hmm. sorts of places there when he was you know, getting kicked out of the Chateau Marmont for, you know, once again, uh, touching people and things that he shouldn't have been touching and taking drugs and all sorts of things. So, um, yeah, he he was he. Yeah, he was using his name. He was shocked that he got kicked out because his last name was Biden. And yeah. I, I will say that, you know, here's a guy who, who makes a secret of the fact that he has traded on his father's name. Oh yeah. And of course we saw that we saw that in that Rohrbach or uh, ABC News interview and mm-hmm. and also the fact that he sent you know he was certainly acting in his father's name with that WhatsApp uh message that the uh house yeah. uh committee uh, released the other day and uh but that he was sitting next to his dad and by golly the Chinese government you better come forward with whatever you're going to pay us. It didn't say pay us. There's a couple of ways you could read this, this text, but it wasn't, it didn't look good when he's trade literally trading on his dad's name, saying his dad's in the same room, not even saying, and indeed his dad's sitting right next to him. And um, so that was problematic. I think, I think that was just shocking. I mean, absolute shocking behavior. And you cannot tell me that this is, this kind of behavior was, Things were things that they did not see or know about. Come on. Yeah, well, that's this is the thing. Um, he he is. It's on the text message or the WhatsApp or whatever it was that they uncovered, where he says, "My dad, I'm sitting right next to my dad right now, and if you don't come through with this uh, uh, on the commitment, you'll find out how good we are at uh, holding a grudge and blah blah grudge. blah." Mm-hmm. But. Um, it, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, neither CBS nor ABC covered that story, mentioned it on their newscast last night. I, I'm not surprised at all. I mean, that they have the power to omit things. It is the lie of omission, and they have 22 minutes to do a show. And that apparently, you know, the, the kids, the, the kid of the president uh, who's making deals on behalf of the president just they have no time for it. I mean, this is worse than anything. All yeah. the things that they're doing that they did to President Trump, that they're doing to President Trump, the way the DOJ has engaged in this process, this is worse than anything I've ever seen in my life, worse than Watergate, worse than anything that I've seen. Yeah, and but again, they they uh, two major networks decided that it wasn't worthy of their newscast. And it's just it's, it's stunning. Yeah, I, it's because the 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 wrong politi- political party has brought forward the whistleblowers. That's what that's all about. I mean, when you have the guy who literally lied about Ukraine and a woman who worked with the uh, Igor Danchenko, who's um, a person who worked at the Brookings Institution, and those people are your crack staff for whatever it was that that. Uh, President uh, Trump did to become impeached, you know you've got a real big problem. I mean, and Igor Danchenko was the source for the Steele dossier. Those people, the woman who worked at the Brookings Institution, worked with the Democrats in their Democrat-in-waiting 
uh, offices over there at the Brookings waiting to get a Democrat into office so they could go to work for, in this case, the Biden administration. They set up the impeachment crapola. They lied about the phone call that President Trump made to the Ukrainian president. And um, and it's just it's unbelievable. And then who's our uh, Alexander Vindman? Yeah. You know, saluting smartly for the Ukrainian army there to drop dime on the president of the United States at that point in time, which was Donald Trump, in line. Yeah, we're talking about we're talking Victoria Taft of, of PJ Media and the Adult in the Room podcast. Um, but here's here's what I've never been able to understand about this stuff is that uh, there's well two things. First of all, I I can't believe that there's a um, that there's a uh, a story like this out there, and this, they won't the, pick the, it up. The, well, that, but the, but that it's been. I think it's been 24 hours since this came out. How is it that the president or his spokesperson has not been asked about it, or and a statement has not been demanded uh, well, by the I mean, media? That, I, as far as I know, I mean, it hasn't happened yet. The, uh, my understanding is that, at, in fact, I was just going to look this up. The at the White House press briefing today, um, we had one question from um, oh god, he's used to work for Fox and now works over for another outfit. And Rosen, James and, Rosen, and, yeah, James, yeah, 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 and asked about read from the transcripts, and then all hell broke loose at the. Oh, okay. See, I the, missed the, that. Is that what? Yeah. And so did did they get an answer? No, all hell broke loose. I'm sure. I'll find out. But yeah, I, I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I I don't think you got an answer. She doesn't answer questions. Have you noticed that? Yeah, but you know the thing is, if if this is not if you want this to go away, or if if the media were doing their job, uh, the president would feel obligated to come out and just say, "Listen, I know there's been a lot of talk about this. I was not in the room at that time." My son has uh, had issues with, you know, mental issues with his, as related to his drugs. Whatever he wanted to say, he 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 could. He, he, you can't just not talk about it. Something that big, you can't. Uh-huh. And he's yeah, getting away I, with it. Right, right. And they know how to they know how to work the refs. That's what they're doing. Uh, it was in, it wasn't uh, Kareem Jean Pierre. It was John Kirby at the the uh, dais today uh, for the okay. White House. Just FYI. Well, you're not going to get anything out of him. Oh no, 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 no. He's actually a better liar than Corinne Jean-Pierre. Yeah. Oh. She just do- she just doesn't have a clue. She has to lie out of from a binder. <laughs> yeah, she has to be told what lies yeah, to tell. Yeah, yeah Kirby can do it. It's remarkable. Yeah, but she is a historic figure, so you know, straighten up and fly right there, Steigerwald. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm out of time, uh, Victoria. I, I always love having you on and uh, keep writing that stuff out there on the West Coast, Mest Coast. They can find your podcast. Uh, the Adult in the Room podcast, correct? Yes, at victoriataft.com or anywhere you get your podcast. Very good. Thank you, Victoria. Talk to you soon. Thank you for letting me come into Stagger World. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. House Speaker McCarthy sidelines Representative Lauren Boebert's push for a quick vote on President Biden's impeachment. The House voted Thursday strictly along partisan lines to send the impeachment resolution back to the committees for review, a move that allowed GOP leaders to sidestep Boebert's efforts to hold an immediate vote on impeachment, opposed by McCarthy and others who viewed it as a political distraction from other priorities. Boebert's seemingly off-the-cuff move to push forward the impeachment resolution as a lone lawmaker caught Republicans off guard. The measure charges the sitting president with, quote, high crimes and mis demeanors over his handling of the ongoing crisis at the U.S. border. Edwin Mora, Washington. Wall Street in the red. The Dow is down 256 points. The Nasdaq off 135. This is SRN News. The recent bank failures are serving as a warning about how fragile our banking system really is. As millions of Americans panic, do you know what central banks are doing? Well, they're actually buying up gold at record levels. They're relying on it as a safe haven during these difficult times. That's how confident they are in the dollar. 
Hi, I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author and evangelical leader to millions of people just like you. We're all Americans who want to protect our family's savings no matter what. I tell people the best option is to diversify their 401k or IRA into physical gold or silver with the help of Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, just text the word FAITH to the number 989898 to get a free information kit on gold IRAs. Look, there's no strings attached. It's not going to hurt you to take action now. So take the first step today and educate yourself. Get your free info kit when you text FAITH to 989898 right now. And I pray you and your family are greatly blessed. AM 1250, The Answer. The Mike Gallagher Show. He's your happy conservative warrior. How interesting that President Gun Control suddenly changes his tune when it's his kid. And wait a minute, Joe Biden kept telling us that his son didn't do anything wrong. I don't know anything about his business dealings. I'm just an old man that doesn't know where I am. Uh-huh. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekday mornings at 9. Right before Del Walmsley at noon on AM 1250. The answer. Hey, John Stoggerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service Master. Listeners continually make the My Slippers the number one selling My Pillow product, and I have a feeling you're going to want to stock up now when you hear this offer. This is John Stogerwald, and when you use my promo code STAG, you'll get the all season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out, trust me. My slippers have an exclusive four layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to mypillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to grab a pair of the all season slippers for $25, regularly priced at $149.98. Limited 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code STAG or call 800. 800- 716-8087 for this incredible offer. These won't last long, so please order now. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250. The Answer. Weather. We'll see considerable cloudiness for tonight with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Tonight's low 61. Mostly cloudy and humid tomorrow. A couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Tomorrow's high 76. Mostly cloudy skies expected tomorrow night with a low of 62. Sunday, we'll wrap up the weekend with mostly cloudy skies. A couple of showers. It will remain humid with a high of 83. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, the most uh, common question that I've gotten from people, organizations, teams uh, that I've covered is, why do you always have to be so negative? Apparently, uh, people, organizations, and teams don't like criticism, but why are the media so negative, and have they always been this way? Ken LaCourt is a former Fox News producer who now can be found on Substack and YouTube at Ken LaCourt, L-A-C-O-R-T-E. He joins us now. Thanks for coming on again, Ken. Always good to have you. Thanks. So um, how negative are the media right now? Well, you know, uh, with all this AI stuff, um, it, it allows some researchers to do things they hadn't done in the past. And I found a guy, I think he's down in Australia. He's, he's a professor. His name is David Rosado. And he literally searched millions of headlines over the past uh, uh, decades, really, and, and was able to classify those as, as negative or not. And what we saw was, was almost a doubling of since the 50s. It's, it's almost a straight line going up with a little flattening through the 80s and 90s. Uh, basically, twice as many negative headlines from uh, 17, 18 percent to, to substantially higher than that, um, of like, like 35 percent now. And, and, you know, it's, it's, um, it, we see it every day. I, 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 I always have to ask the question, is that the media being negative and, and us buying into that? Or is that the media responding to us? And we just love to hear, you know, if it bleeds, it leads negative things. And, you know, that's, that's a fair debate. 
Yeah, and uh, you pointed to that study. The the graph is pretty pretty uh, remarkable. It just shows a line, as you said, going straight up from the bottom left hand corner to the upper right hand corner of the graph. Um, so what changed? You know, I think that that part of it was was um, again part of it is, is we are are choosing that. Um, part of that is I think that especially since the fifties, um, you know, when you saw in the late sixties, you saw. American attitude towards our government change, and we start stop trusting them a lot more when, when lies about Watergate and getting us into and, and fighting in the Vietnam War. I mean, you know, certainly that late 60s to early 70s, there was a, a huge part of distrust going on in that. Um, then and then that popped again in the early 2000s. Of course, you know, the media hated Trump, so you know that's probably worth half the graph right there. Um, but it's a it's a fascinating thing. Yeah. Um, when you worked as a producer uh, at Fox, um, did you have to fight against your own inclination to be negative and, and have to maybe catch yourself once in a while? Say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a, a, a positive story here once in a while? On a, on a TV show and certainly on a, on a website. Um, but you also, you know, you were you are competitively driven when, when, when you are being evaluated based on how many clicks you get if you're running the website, which I was. Or how many viewers you get on a on a on a TV program, you know you have a tendency to give the audience what they want, and if they want car chases, if they want to talk twenty four seven about a a sub with five people who likely died on that or whatever that is, you know you're you're in a quest to both present what you think is the important news and to present news that you know people will 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 click on and want to want to want to watch. Well, I um, worked in sports for a long time, and I, I had a column in the uh, in two, the both Pittsburgh papers here at various times, and uh, for for about thirty years, I wrote a sports column somewhere. And um, it, just as a you're when you're writing a sports column, you're kind of operating as a critic uh, because mm-hmm. if if it's a column as as opposed to like a feature writer. Where you might do a really nice story on a guy, you know, a young player. I don't, you know, there are plenty of stories you can do that are positive stories about people in sports. But as a columnist, it usually was something that annoyed me that 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 got me to, you know, every Saturday I had to come up with a column, and by Saturday I had a few things that annoyed me, and I picked one to write about. And I think most of the columns that I saw here in Pittsburgh and other places were the same thing. And if you wrote about the stuff that you liked and that, that inspired you, you know, would that have gotten as many as many as many followers back then? That's a fair no. question. No. But you know, it's it's one of the reasons that that you know you look around and so many people are like, man, the world seems to suck more these days. Yeah. And and a lot of people get depressed when they listen to too much of the news or watch too much of it, because it seems like the whole world is shifting under their under their feet right then. And, and, you know, it's a good reminder every once in a while to, I hate to say it, but turn off the radio, turn off the TV or close the computer and, and you know, say, does that jibe up with reality? Because often it doesn't. Well, is there more commentary now, uh, whether it's labeled as such or not? And that means more people are acting as critics. And as I said, you know, criticism is just by its nature is negative you're criticizing well, i think there's i think there's certainly more opinion mixed in with news news used to have very clear delineations between i'm on the front page i'm in the news section and then i go to the opinion section and get my opinion or i'm watching uh, fox news in the afternoon and i'm watching what the news is okay now it's the talk shows at 8 p.m that start in prime time and i'm and i'm now getting opinion on it as the opinion stuff was more popular, those things have gotten mushier everywhere. I mean, you know, look at CNN. CNN used to be a a always left leaning uh, uh, to an extent, but a reasonably news driven operation. And now you turn in, and it's you know, it's like going to a political rally. Well, could a major news outlet even compete and make money by doing uh, only or mostly um, positive stories? Well, you know, there's a whole well, there's a handful of guys uh, who have gone broke saying, you know what, yeah. <laughs> these guys are all wrong. I'm coming out with goodnews.com, and and you know everybody loves them and God bless them. And then in 12 months they run out of money because nobody shared their stuff all over the internet. Yeah, and um, and, and that that um, uh, is something that I've seen also tried here in Pittsburgh. I forget who it was now that I'm I, I'm trying to think of who it was, but it was 
uh, it was one of the, uh, I think it might have been a TV news operation that, that started promoting the fact that it was going to try to concentrate on, mostly on positive stories. Uh, unfortunately, you, uh, you know, you have uh, to mix in both of that, though, because if you're just completely negative, then then that's an issue, too. And, and I don't think that people want that necessarily. Yeah. And um, so what, what's what's going to happen here in the future? I don't see any reason for the, uh, the, uh, the there's not going to be room on the graph. I'm looking at the graph right now and it's already right. like trying to get out of the out of the square. It's up as far well, as that, it that, can go. That graph tops out at 35 percent. So it yeah. can get worse. Yeah, and and um, and as people are coming into the uh, media profession, uh, young people coming out of college now, uh, what would be? A, why would you believe? Why would anybody believe it that would get any better? And and every person who's being honest, who's worked in a newsroom, knows that the incoming generation has fewer of 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 the of the ethics that the old generation had. There is, I mean. You know, I, I saw this happen at the, at the New York Times uh, in particular, which, again, went from the world's greatest newspaper to a very smart written political propaganda machine. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the older guys, especially the older guys who were retiring or pushed out of the way, they were just often shocked at the younger generation who said, you know, no, we don't want to give a platform to the other side. We don't want to do X, Y and Z. And. And it, it's a very, very different operation there. And a lot of that is exactly what you said. It's 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 age driven, and that's not going to reverse anytime soon. Uh, you uh, we're talking we're we're talking to Ken Lacord, a former uh, producer at Fox, and was the, the producer for the uh, FoxNews.com website. Um, on your Substack, I guess is where I saw it. Uh, you wrote a little bit about Geraldo leaving the Five, and you spoke very highly of him. You know, it's interesting. Um, so one of the things that my division had is if anybody sat, sent a an email into Fox complaining about something, they you know they, it would go through some of my people and we'd forward it up or take take notes on what was going on. Mm-hmm. And what you always noticed at Fox News was whoever you know at, at Fox certainly when I worked there for twenty years, you know we we didn't want to be just a conservative outlet. That wasn't our goal. Our goal was to be present present conservative sides that were routinely ignored on the left and in the so-called mainstream media. But we always, you know, we had Hannity and Combs. There was always a, we always had Susan Esperich. You know, we had lots and lots of Democrats around there. Fair and balanced. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we actually took that seriously, even though, even though everybody on the left thought thought that that was a punchline. So, but but the emails would overwhelmingly be whatever the most popular or best well-known Democrat that we had, the hate mail that we had to fire that person immediately, and mm-hmm. whether it was Susan Hestridge, whether it was uh, uh, poor uh, poor Alan Combs, whether it was Her- but Geraldo for a good chunk of that was the the most highly you got to fire this guy because you know he's he he pops around on politics, but he's more left than he is right. But I'd say as a as a as a personal and as a as a as a man, he was a wonderful is a wonderful, open hearted, kind person, the kind of guy who'd spend. As much time talking to the waiter that night as as anybody else in in, in the place, you know, you had to. He'd run wild sometimes and just, uh, you know, take a take a supposition and go with it. So sometimes you had to tamp him down on that and his enthusiasm <laughs> for that. Yeah. But he was a genuinely good guy, and uh, and I wish him all the best on that. Well, that's good to hear. I I don't think I've spoken to you about this, but I uh, getting back to the fair and balanced idea. I disagreed strongly with Tucker Carlson on one of his recent, his early uh, Twitter uh, productions. I think it was like number three uh, when he thought Fox was wrong for firing the Chiron guy. For people who don't know what Chiron is, that's the graphic at the bottom of the screen uh, because he put up uh, "wannabe dictator" something or other, and he was referring to Joe Biden. He did it. At like two o'clock in the afternoon on one of their news shows, I, I I don't know if he should have been fired, but he should have sure should have been reprimanded, shouldn't he? That, and I, I'm surprised that Tucker didn't see that 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 was wrong that he did that. Um, I I would have uh, I would have fired somebody for that most likely. I mean, you, you, you had to do something. You had to do something pretty egregious to be fired from Fox. If yeah. you made a mistake, you know, you were usually reprimanded and, and and not not zapped. Certainly not because a Twitter campaign stopped. But this was beyond egregious in, in my opinion. But look, the backstory on that, 
Tucker had some some leftover staff that stayed at the Fox News Channel. Uh-huh. The guy who wrote that Chiron was one of Tucker's team. So Tucker was not just defending a – I see. A yeah, a there. Tucker thing, was defending yeah. one of his guys. Yeah. Um, and I suspect – in fact, I'd probably bet $5 that that guy is going to soon be working for Tucker Carlson's Twitter show. Yeah, but I, I – what, so what, what, There was that. And, 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 you know, look, it was also an opportunity. A, a lot of the right and a lot of the media on the right – of which Tucker is, and 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 the Daily Wire, and uh, Matt Walsh, Walsh there, the the guy who's uh, yeah. he's been hitting Fox very very hard. You got to remember, they're they're now seeing Fox as a competitor to them. I mean, I mean, you know, the Daily Wire might be Fox when when Fox slows down on its cable news and and is just a, just competing on a digital realm. So. They were smart. In fact, I got this one long diatribe by Matt Walsh at the Daily Wire, and he was like, "Well, you know, Fox did a a Chiron critical of the president was the only way he described no, that." That's not, right. thought, that's not true. What horse wallop! You don't yeah. just call that critical when you call the president of the United States a guy who doesn't even know what flavor of ice cream he's he's eating, <laughs> right. and he's really a wannabe dictator. I mean, come on! I I, I got it that people like Trump. But, you know, something about obstruction of justice might have played a small part there, too. Yeah. And, and the thing about it that was was wrong for me was that, you know, Fox um, get is called faux news and it's called a, a not even a real news channel because the narrative is that uh, they can only they're they're um, everything they do is right wing and 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 right wing leaning and. This was a case where they just gave everybody all the ammunition in the world. It was a it was a straight news story, and they called the guy a wannabe dictator, and it, yeah, this, it, was, it destroys um, it was, the whole fair and balanced claim. It did nothing for him. It was dumb. Uh, look, they've been they've been they've been taking it in the eye and in the head uh, a lot of things recently that have that have destroyed that have that have helped worsen their their uh, their reputation. Among people who already dislike them primarily, but yeah. that's still a real thing, too. I mean, you know, the whole Dominion stuff and the way that Fox just rolled over and didn't kind of defend it when people were saying they knew they were lying, and yeah. blah, 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 which was all which was all cherry picked and based on on untrue things. But that's the narrative out there now. Well, uh, we're, we're talking to Ken LaCourt, as I said, a former producer, and you ran uh, FoxNews.com. And so I'm looking here, Ken. Uh, MSNBC.com and CNN.com, unless I'm missing it, no mention anywhere of um, the Hunter Biden text message where we referred to uh, him have being uh, sitting, being sat, have his, having his dad sitting next to him while he was making threats. Nowhere, anywhere is it seen on either either website. Not, not just not only not. Uh, with a high profile, non-existent, doesn't exist on the on the website. Yeah, well, I mean, for, they'll, they'll say, "Well, come on, we covered that yesterday." It's the president's son; he's not even elected. It, it, it's when you are when you are heavily political, you can convince yourself that your side and your positioning is right, no matter what. I mean, I will never forget reading uh, "How to Win Friends and Influence Enemies," and <laughs> influence people. Yeah. Excuse me. It was one of the most popular self-help books of the yeah. 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. And he opened up with a chapter. It was a handwritten note about from a man. He was talking about how, you know, I, I know there's been some trouble, but in my heart is a heart that would never hurt anybody, blah, 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 blah. And then, and then Dale Carnegie goes on to say this was Two-Gun Crowley, who, as he wrote this, had already killed at least one cop in a shootout, and they were surrounding his <laughs> apartment. And, and his point on that, and it was a really good point, was if a guy like that can delude himself into, into thinking that he's in the right and that he's a, a kind, gentle-hearted person after murdering a cop, what do you think that that guy sitting across the, the business table from you, how does he delude himself? Or how do you think that, that producers in the, at CNN delude themselves when they say, no, no, that's not important news, so we're skipping that? It's the same, the same psychological notion. Well, when will we know that uh, the tide has turned and it's over for Joe Biden? What would we need to see from MSNBC and CNN before uh, to to maybe start to get the idea that it's become Watergate? Um, they will need to see some direct proof that that Joe Biden was was involved in in using the levers of government to help his son and help his son's business. 
And direct proof on that is, how do I say, there isn't a whole lot of direct proof on that yet. Now, we've heard allegations that there is uh, FBI whistleblowers that, that are still being yep. under wraps to yep. have certain things to say. We've heard about about accounts, that, but we haven't seen that. And, you know, I don't trust sometimes the Republicans saying things as much as I trust the Republicans saying things. Um, I've read many, many emails that were on Hunter Biden's laptop. Laptop. I mean, we finally convinced America it was real, mm-hmm. but there was no smoking gun on on that because because you know these aren't stu- well because Joe Biden isn't a stupid man and he wasn't going to say yes, son. I will uh, I will help out your company that you know the, the the scummy company that you're working for in Ukraine that you're making huge money from for doing nothing except introducing them to me. You know, you usually don't write that. You usually, usually say those things subtly to each other. So um, that said, it is, it is, it is not provably true, but it is, it, it is seems somewhat apparent that the Biden family business was drafting after Senator, Vice President, now President Biden, and getting rich off of off of the things that he could scrap, uh, send scraps their way, and and you know them being able to to make money for influencing his, his governmental decisions. And I think it's real. I wouldn't convict him in a court of law, but I think you'll almost need a conviction before, you know, CNN will take yeah. it seriously. Well, I, I got to go. I'm out of time, but I do remember Watergate and I remember that turning on some audio tapes. That's what changed yep. the whole, the whole deal. Yep. And it took a while. And, yeah. uh, and, and, uh, you know, and the press didn't even like him as opposed to what's going on right now where they, you know, they, they rushed to his defense. Hey, Ken, always good to have you on. We can find you at uh, Ken, L-A-C-O-R-T-E, on Substack and YouTube. That'd be great. Thank you. Thanks so much, John. Okay. Attention, Medicaid patients. If you're on Medicaid, how would you like if your caretaker was your daughter, your son, your grandchild, or your close friend? If you're on Medicaid, Freedom Care allows you to choose who provides your care, and that caregiver will get paid instantly after their shift. Yes, your caregiver will get paid instantly, and it's 100% free to you if you are on Medicaid. Call 412-455-8465 and ask Freedom Care how to get started with care today. No more worrying about getting care from an aide at an agency. Freedom Care helps you choose who you want to take care of you, and that person gets paid. Call Freedom Care at 412-455-8465. That's 412-455-8465 to get started today. You get a caregiver you know and trust, and they get paid instantly after their shift, and it's free to you. Start now by calling 412-455-8465. That's 412-455-8465. Or go to FreedomCare.com. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? My name is Ron Legrand, and over the past 40 years, I've bought over 3,000 houses without using my money or credit and taught thousands to do the same. Today, even in a virtual environment, we buy nice houses in nice neighborhoods using no banks, realtors, contractors, or other costly entanglements, and build huge cash flow and wealth without the hassle of tenants, all without credit and little or no money. You don't need a license or experience, and I'll show you exactly how it's done. Text RON to 99799, and I'll send you my free training. I promise you I'll change the way you think about real estate and open the door to a new 
lifestyle that doesn't involve risk or rehabs and can quickly replace your current income. Text Ron to 99799 and let me show you how to take your life back and build cash flow and wealth from your home. That's Ron to 99799. Again, Ron to 99799. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, the NHL made the announcement uh, either today or late yesterday that uh, they would no longer be having teams wear specialty jerseys in warm-ups next season. Um, And the mostly liberal NHL and just in general North American sports media jumped all over it. This is an example from – this is from someone named Mike Stevens, who's a writer for SI Now, also for the Hockey News, uh, co-host of the Staff Graph. Uh, Anyway, he's a a media guy, and this is – what he says here is pretty on Twitter is pretty much what they're all saying. It doesn't stop teams from holding pride nights, but damn, this is some cowardly stuff by the NHL. Only well, didn't say stuff. Never want to hear anything about hockey players being the toughest toughest athletes again. Whined until a rule got made because they were too scared to wear a rainbow. That and that's pretty much what most of the comments sounded like, and it's so ridiculous. They haven't decided that they're not going to have pride nights they're just telling they're just saying that they're not going to require or even ask players to be involved in their virtue signaling they just want to play hockey or in the case of major league baseball they want to play baseball because major league baseball has already done the same thing just shut up drop the puck and play hockey nobody cares and and here's what i'm waiting for I'm waiting for a story in the national media. We need a story in the national media about all the people, the gay or LGBTQ people, who have been denied access to a hockey game, that that have been told that they're not welcome at the game. And also a list of all the players in the NHL, the LGBTQ uh, players who have not been able to, to get a job in the NHL because they're gay or, or, or bisexual, whatever you want to come up with. I'd love to see one of those stories. I don't think it's going to happen. Carrie Lake, my guest John on Monday. This production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.